Are we good? I think it's it's recording now. It's recording. Okay. We're good. <laughs> we're good. I guess we're live. We're live. Hello. Going hi. Hi. <laughs> we thought we were having some tech issues, uh, but I think we got to figure it out now. Yeah. If yeah. you can hear us and see us, then I guess we're good. So, right. Yeah. So let's get started mm-hmm. with the good stuff. 
And uh, here's the first time we can interact together. How long <laughs> have you been in PPC? Rachel, we kind of alluded to it. We did. Coming up on five years. We're almost handy grannies. Yes, that's what we call people here. When you reach your five years, you become a handy granny. Handy it does granny. not matter, male, female, you are a handy granny. <laughs> if you reach that five-year mark, and um, we're coming up on that in PPC. So much has changed in these five years. Oh, it looks like we have 33% of you all in the five plus year range. You're handy grannies too. Handy grannies. <laughs> oh, Fantastic. Yes, so um, let's get started. So today, oh, look at those. I know, these are our dogs. Aren't they cute? That's Penny there with the glasses, Penny Lane. And that's Milo. Yeah. They are pups. Um, and the only reason they're up here is because they're fun to look at. Because basically <laughs> today, um, we decided that we wanted to kind of talk about our favorite PPC problems. Mm -hmm. And um, I am a senior project manager here at Hannafin. And I'm a senior account analyst. So we kind of have two very different roles. Um, mm -hmm. we, we both have managed accounts and do manage accounts. Um, we, we do work with clients. Um, but um, our specialties kind of are outside the realm of, of client management. So right. we really look at a lot of data and we try to find solutions to some of our team's toughest problems, whether that yeah. be through tools or just data analysis. And we, we try to work that together. I like to think that I come up with some pretty crazy ideas and you kind of help like <laughs> put those ideas to yeah. life, right? We're problem solvers. Yeah, yeah, um, that's, why we, that's why we do this. So the team comes to us and says, hey, I want this thing, help us do it. Or hey, I have this problem with my client. Help. Or in my case, I say, hey, I have this crazy idea. What if we can build a tool that, and then we just kind of make it happen? So it's a lot of fun um, what we do, and we really try to streamline um, things for, for our team here and have a lot of fun doing it. So let's get into it, let's shall we? Let's do it. Yeah. So, and oh, through this, if you have a PPC problem that is your favorite, let us know. We'd love to hear about it. Yes. So this first one, <laughs> so all the time, I'm sure you guys face this as well. You get a client or a boss coming to you saying, who are our competitors? What are they doing? How do we stack up to them? You know, the goal, I think, in any business is to be competitive. Um, and if you uh, are in-house and you are with an agency and you ask them, who are our competitors and they do this? Maybe find another agency. <laughs> uh, it was really important. Yeah, it was really interesting too. I think it's that when people think about competitors, there's you, you think in your mind that you know who your competitors are. are but you usually don't. But <laughs> there's usually yeah, you might be kind of right. But in the PPC landscape, in the right. search landscape especially, um, all of that can change based on your keywords. So yeah, and we've had businesses come to us saying. These are my top three competitors, but when we actually pull auction insights, they're nowhere to be found, or it's something completely different. Right. Um, so that's just really valuable, you know, for that business. To yeah, especially like these big box competitors. Oh yeah. They might not even be thinking of them as competitors in, in their right. actual like landscape. Right. But um, on the in the PPC landscape, some of those big box uh, stores that have nothing to do with the you know very niche uh, market. Oh, absolutely. Uh, can kind of come in and take up that. We see that all the time. Mm -hmm. Definitely. All right, so um, our solution to this problem was we had a client that really needed to see a competitive analysis breakdown by device. And if you're familiar with AdWords, you know, most of you are in that five plus year range, you know that 
it's not super easy to work with Auction Insights data. It's not, you kind of get what you get. It's not really easy to manipulate, to break it down in all the ways that you want. Um, so we just kind of built our own template. And what you're seeing right now is, when you open up This Is In Google Sheets, this first kind of settings page is where you select your account, the date range, you can do a custom date range, your time segment that you want it broken down. Most of these, I'd say we usually do week, um, by mm -hmm. month maybe if you're doing a longer range. And then you can set your success metric, whether that's e-commerce and return on ad spend or uh, CPL. Yeah, depending on the size of client, I usually like to do these like once a quarter or right. twice a year. Yeah, you know, just to kind of get a feel for the landscape mm -hmm. and see how trends have changed and see who's entering in the auction with you and who's exiting at important points in time. So I usually do find that the week time segment is usually sufficient for that. Yeah, this isn't something that you're going to look at every week either. Right? I would say. No, usually unless I would hope not. unless you want to, you do yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> you, you definitely you do you. You want to go for it. <laughs> Um, and our filter builder here, um, in many cases, we you know want to split out brand versus non-brand because the data will be wildly different. So once you fill out those filters, you can go to the next step. And this is showing, um, we use Supermetrics here in-house, and um, if you're familiar with that tool, you know that Supermetrics will have a separate sheet that has all the queries built right. out. And so what this does is it builds the filters for you instead of you having to open up the Supermetric sidebar and changing it all yourself. It just takes a lot of time. And we want this to be able to be used really easily across many different accounts. Just go in there, change it, boom, 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 you're done. Get on with your life. Get on with it. Yeah. And so here we just concatenate all those different fields and then it dumps it straight into that Supermetrics query. And once you input your data, so side note, Auction Insights is not yet available through the AdWords API. So it, it's so sad, it's yeah. a tragedy. So what that means is that you just have to go into your account, download it manually, and paste it into this Google Sheet, which it's fine. It doesn't take too long. Yeah, one, one tiny little step. For one, the most part, we, we want this to be seamless for our team to use, but you one know, little step. just a tiny, tiny, tiny little bit of work. Five minutes. Yeah, not even. Hopefully. Like tuna. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, and so once you get your data in here, um, this is the kind of overview of your competitors. So we see here that for each uh, competitor domain, we have impression share, overlap rate, and all the associated metrics broken out by device. Um, and then it spits out that nice little graph on the right. Mm -hmm. Um, clients and bosses love to see this stuff because it's so easy to digest. You can see like, oh, that client there towards the right is killing it on tablet. Like, let's look at what they're doing. What do their ads look like? Right. What's their site look like on tablet? You know, maybe our site looks like garbage on mobile devices. So, right. so maybe we don't want to push real hard. Things like that. I hope it doesn't look like garbage. I hope it doesn't. Yeah, mobile is so important, guys. Side note, mobile is really important. Make sure you have a really nice mobile site, um, something that can be just really digestible for, for users because, um, gosh, you don't want people to just bounce just because they're searching for something on mobile. I've done that many times. Many times, many yes. Times. And then we wanted this to be pretty easy for our account managers to just glance at it and have some like actual takeaways. So these boxes are at the top, and you have nice little um, little little snippets, little nuggets of wisdom 
for each of your devices. So mobile impression shares increasing, decreasing, you know, list what your top competitor is, things like that, um, really easily shareable to your clients. Yeah. So it really takes kind of like the guesswork of like, yeah. I mean, you might have to do a little bit more digging like yeah. once you get into it, but it gives you a really nice, easy uh, access to kind of the um, top level stuff. Mm -hmm. So you can just kind of get like something really quick if you're just looking to see what's going on. Um, and then if it warrants further investigation, you kind of know where to begin. And I think that's the biggest thing is like sometimes mm -hmm. you're dealing with so much data, you don't even know where to begin. So exactly. if we can like give you a little bit of information that's just kind of automated to say, okay, here's, you know, mobile impression share is decreasing. Okay, that's a trend, let's let's look at why. And then you can kind of dig in from there. Exactly, and that's exactly what this is meant to do. Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> well, only if the API and this is how we are generating those little recommendations or starter points um, so you can see these are really easy formulas so I don't know if you guys know this it took me a while to for this to sink into my brain but you can nest in text with different cells so we have mobile impression sure is and then it references the cell to say whether it's increasing or decreasing, and that's how you get these really nice sentences hmm. to tell you know. what's going on. Well, I just know. thought it was magic that it just came. Well, out it is a little bit of magic. A little bit of magic. A little bit of magic. Yeah. Great. And then along with that, um, we wanted some nice little visuals. So here we can see the impression share, CPC, and conversion trends, and we have. Okay, so the way we're doing this in a nutshell, <laughs> is we take the impression share, right, over time, whether that's by week, by day, however you pulled it, and then we take the slope, mm -hmm. so how it's changing. And then we have a scale set to say, okay, if it, the slope is between 0 and 0.5, we're going to say slightly increasing. If it's above that, then we're just going to say it's increasing. So that's where we get those trends. And then the little tiny graphs on the right, those are spark lines, which are very fun. Yes, you have never used them. This is my favorite part of this this new uh, template that we built because I mean it's just I say we built you built it you know more than ever yeah exactly uh, so those I mean it's just really like she said a really nice visual um, really nice snapshot it looks really great in reports to be able to just take a screenshot of those but um, kind of also puts the data into something that's just really easy mm -hmm. on the eyes. Um, doesn't take up much room. Really nice. Yeah, and it was really important to put those in because, uh, like for that top one there, the impression share trend. Technically, the slope of that line was decreasing, but if you look at the actual graph, it's not like it dips down, but then it kind of creeps back up. So it's mm -hmm. not. You wouldn't necessarily just look at that and say, "Oh, it's decreasing." Right. So it gives a little bit of context behind that um, slope measure. That trend. Yeah. yeah. And then we have a breakdown of the current modifiers. So, you know, looking at this is all well and good, but then you forget to look at, okay, what modifiers do we already have in our campaign? So right. if our mobile impression share is decreasing or it's just terrible, but we have a minus 50% modifier right. in all of our campaigns, what's the point? Right. So that you need to factor that in when you're doing this analysis. So this right. just gives you a real quick summary. Absolutely. Great. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. There it is. I thought I put that in there. So this is explaining what I just said about the slope and the increasing, decreasing scale. And then this uh, pulls for each device, the top competitors for that device, gives you their impression share, 
and then that same trend uh, measure. And at the bottom, you'll see this is how we are generating that spark line. So if we go to the next one, I think I broke it down. Here we go. Beautiful. Beautiful. Look at that formula. People probably don't like formulas like we do them. I think it's beautiful. I think it's great. <laughs> Um, so we have the sparkline formula, and then so with the sparkline, the first um, criteria of the formula is the data. You have to select the data. But here, since we're pulling from a big spreadsheet with all of the data in it, we need to use query to find what we need, the data that matches the mobile device and that um, competitor, which is in C cell B28, which is referenced here. Group it and, and kind of pivot that all nicely. And then we wrap it in the sparkline to actually create the graph. Did you guys all get all that? Because I didn't. I think there's another little tip. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's really interesting. So, um, and query, spoiler alert, we, this is not the only time that we're going to be mentioning query today. Oh, we so, we, yes, it's, it's fantastic. We'll talk about mm -hmm. it a little bit later. Um, but if you're interested in more and you want to hear us talk about it like for a full hour, um, let we, us know. we can do it. We can do it, and uh, maybe that'll be kind of a topic for one of these uh, web series. Is this all that stuff? Can we quick look ahead? I think we can go ahead. Good. And now we are going to talk about bidding. Bid sheets. So, not bed sheets. Not bed sheets. Bid sheets. Goodness gracious, not bed sheets. But, so, um, for me, um, my favorite problem mm -hmm. involves bidding because um, there's just about a million ways that you can do bidding, right? I mean, there's just so many options out there, how you want to judge things. How do you know stuff. which method to choose? Right. What I've found is that um, I kind of steer clear of doing a fully automated turn it over to the platform bid um, strategy, and we'll kind of get into that a little bit later. And I cannot take full credit for the templated bid sheets. Um, a coworker who um, is now at Google um, invented this metric. And so this is the important info. So position share. And honestly, I'm going to try to explain this the best way, the simplest <laughs> way. It is very complicated, but it is your average position weighted by impression share metrics. Um, the formula is there. Um, it's average position times impressions plus your lowest account average position. So if your account average is a four, maybe you use a five or a 4.5 to judge that. And then multiply that by your impressions lost due to rank. And then divide that all by your impressions lost due to rank plus your impressions. Makes perfect sense. Perfect and, there. It, Sounds complicated. It does sound sound complicated, and we'll kind of look at some um, examples here. So, like keyword has an average position of three. Keyword has fifty percent, fifty-seven percent impression share loss due to rank. So, meaning it's not really an aggressive enough bid. Um, position share becomes a six point nine nine. So, what you think you're, you know, is a decent average position. When you look at your impression share, it's really not reaching that uh, full mm -hmm. potential. That three, it's more weighted towards the lower end of that average. So, um, what do we need to do? We need to raise the bid to improve your impression share while taking into account your average.
match position. So this little uh, position share metric is kind of what I've used, and I've used it across um, B2B, B2C, in both e-com and um, Legion. So it's worked well. It's definitely scalable, and we'll kind of get into that here. So. Um, yeah, so magic. magic. It is magic. Um, once again, my kind of Rachel was talking about earlier with like making these really easy for our team to use. And um, this, you kind of you plug in the information and then you set if you want something to be, you want to be aggressive, if you want to have a balanced view of um, your bids and modifications, or if you want to pull back. So if your CPA is trending high um, and you really need to pull back, obviously we're going to do that. If your ROAS is too low, we need to pull back you know there's, there's those options but um, in this case it's taking into account our our current ROAS and our goal and it's saying okay we can we can push we can push a little bit more um, in the lower right hand corner there when you change kind of how your strategy and the numbers in that chart are going to change and, and that chart is what we're going to use to um, to reference when we make our bid changes what are what, what are those metrics in the chart the top and on the side. Oh, position shares across the top. So that's that's that position share um, that we just kind of went through. And then down the left-hand side of that graph is your uh, row ass. Neat. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So, oh gosh, that's a lot of data. That's a lot. Why did you let me put that shot in? I tried to tell you. I know. I know. So um, we use Supermetrics once again to to pull in um, our our data here, and this is for Google. This is for a B two C client um, that is an ecom client, and so um, we're using ROAS in this case and the position share. And so here are those metrics that we're going to be focusing on. So here is search rank lost um, impression share, and then our average position. This would be our impression lost due to rank. And this is our calculated position share. So that's um, all the way down those cells, that would be where we um, use that formula to calculate that. And then, so we don't want to get carried away. So <laughs> it's easy. We have a giant spreadsheet here, but let's not get carried, let's away. Not get carried away. So if if you if the keyboard doesn't have any conversions, and you know we don't want it, and it has like where we can actually push for for volume if the impression share or the position share are low, we don't want to get carried away. It yeah, hasn't sure. proved itself yet. Right. You know, if it has a position share, of, you know, seven point nine. And we're like, well, gosh, we've got room room to grow and improve, but we don't. We really don't need to get carried away. If it actually has not done anything for us yet, so we can change this so that if there's no conversions, the max amount that we want to bid up, we can enter that here. So it's kind of a fail safe. So you're yeah. not just getting like, you don't want to spend a million dollars on a keyword that helps you. Oh, wild. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to say, hey, little keyword, we're gonna give you just a little bit. Give you a nudge. See what we see do. What you we can do. boost your position a little bit and, and uh, go from there. And then, so then it calculates the bid adjustment, and what that's doing is that is referencing um, that sheet that we just looked at um, in that cell. So it's looking at, okay, what's my ROAS for this keyword? What's my position share? And it's doing a nice little uh, match. Index match, yes. Match, yes, for, and to put in the 
proper bid adjustment amount there. And then here um, is then multiplying that bid adjustment based on the max CPC to give you this adjusted bid. And then here's your new bid. And then if the new bid is different than the starting bid, got a little formula there says, okay, are we going to make this change? Yes. Yeah. Yes, we are. And then this is what happens, and this is where we use the query again to kind of pull in some data. It's beautiful. And this is our like load sheet, and it just pulls exactly what we need from the columns that we need it, drops it into a new sheet, gives us our campaign, aggregate, keyword, match type, and then that new bit. And so really you can just copy and paste this right into editor. Yep, it's so easy. Mm -hmm. Now the one thing, here we go, I like that query there. Seriously, if you have questions about query, let us know, and we can certainly talk to you. We love on them. But um, it's a great, great, great formula. Unfortunately, it only works in Google Sheets. Uh, yeah. So I'm you can't sorry. transfer it into Excel, but Excel has pivots, so you know. You win some, you lose exactly. some. Exactly. So why would you do this? So here's my here's my thing. Here's the thing. here's the thing. Platform-driven bid strategies are rarely one size fits all. So, you know, these, whether you use a, a, a um, you know, like a Quizio or a Marin to, to manage things, or you're just using a one platform, Google, Bing, even Facebook, um, their automated bid strategies that they have are, are rarely going to work for multiple budgets, you know, across all different accounts and everything else. So typically what I find is that um, those really work for really large, really heavy volume, lots of budget, um, where you've got thousands and thousands of keywords and you've got, you know, at least, you know, a six-figure budget that, yeah. you're, that you're working with. And I'll say, like, if you don't have an account that's that big and you still want to try it, Go for it. Run a test. Right. AdWords use uh, experiments. Yeah. Testing experiments. Being Try it out. If it works, great. Like, we're not telling you not to use them because if right. it works for you, great. Right. Use it. It's awesome. Saves a ton of time. If you find that it doesn't, this is a great alternative. It's, yeah. It's a, it's a great way if you still want to have a little bit of control, but it's completely scalable. So if you've got a small account, um, this works and, and you can really kind of see your, mm -hmm. the impact of your changes. Yeah. If you have a um, really large account, this still works. Um, you can customize it to use the metrics that are important to you, um, and then you're also able to kind of project out. So with some of those automated strategies um, that are in place on these platforms, not all of them are going to like allow you to kind of see the impact in real time of your changes. So you to like kind of preview what you're doing to be able to see the overall impact. And, and I, yeah. with any time of doing bid changes, I like to kind of see and be able to tweak to just make tiny little adjustments to make sure that I'm still doing everything that's yeah. aligned to my ultimate goal. And it's really easy to manage. Um, you know, we use it in Google Sheets, um, and I just kind of use it every week, make a new sheet, mm -hmm. copy over my formulas, and... Easy peasy. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, don't, don't trust them just blindly. <laughs> Test things out. Do your book um, ending. Yes. That's what we used to call those Bookends. projections. Oh my gosh, yes. Bookends. Bookends. I like it. <laughs> okay, what else are we going to talk about? <laughs> so, I'm going to tell you a little story. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay. So, we had this client that has 
multiple brands, mm. big, huge account, mm. lots of different accounts. Yeah. And they come to us and they say, we want you to build out all these new campaigns for all these new products yeah. that we're launching. Mm -hmm. what, what's your reaction to that usually? <laughs> I love, well, you know me. You know I love that stuff. Well, you but, do, but, but I get a little bit of anxiety too because right. depending on the size, which, you know, it yeah. just becomes a daunting task. Manually daunting. building all those keywords, yeah. adding in the bottom modifiers, it just, there has to be a better way. Yeah. Like this poor man and his popcorn. Or this woman <laughs> trying to, I don't know what she's doing. There must be I mean, a nail What did she expect? That's what hammer. I don't understand. <laughs> what we're getting at is there is a better way. Yeah. And we're going to show you what one of our better ways is. Yeah. One. One. Just one. There's many. Yeah. There's many ways. Yes. Here's one. So this is, again, another Google Sheets tool. We really like Google Sheets if you haven't noticed. It's just so easy okay. to share. Um, multiple people can jump in there and make edits. It's just... There are lots of benefits. It mm -hmm. has its, its drawbacks. But yeah, absolutely. That's fine. Absolutely. And everything does. Um, so here we have over on the left, that little blue section, you put in your different sort of modifiers that you're going to want on your keywords. So here we have product, gender, size, colors. This is, again, if you haven't noticed, a clothing retailer, mm -hmm. just as an example. Yeah. And over on the right, you see you pick the two sections or categories that you want to use to build those keywords. So say you want size and product, right. like, you know, small jeans, small t-shirts, right. things like that. So you can mix and match however you want. And then once you select those, look at this magic yeah. that happens. It automatically concatenates all those things, Beautiful. adds in your broad modifiers. It doesn't do exact match at this point, but it's so easy to find and replace those plus signs. Oh yeah. Once you have, I, I think mm -hmm. that's the hardest thing is just, you know, getting the, it's just annoying. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just annoying. Definitely. So we will show you how this works. A little peek behind the curtain, if you will. Yes. So we use transpose to pull those categories and put them into like columns instead of rows. Right. So you think of it as flipping whichever way you had your data originally is what the transpose function does. So we form a grid. So we take the product on the left and then the gender up at the top, and then we're essentially concatenating everything in the middle to build the meat of the table. Mm -hmm. So if the category either on top or bottom is empty, we just want to leave it empty. So that way we don't end up with a bunch of errors as we fill it down the page. Um, and if not, we just want to mash those together with a space in between. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. But now we have another problem. Because what? So we have all of our newly built, fresh little baby keywords. Baby keywords. <laughs> newly born. Newly born keywords. <laughs> but they're all in those separate columns. And well, that doesn't really help us because we can't upload like that, right? No. no. Absolutely not. Cannot do it. So we use the curly brackets over on the right. And we're simply just grabbing everything that's in those columns, stacking them out all into one. So that's great. Yeah. But then we still have spaces. So you'll notice. Oh, did I click no, somewhere? you're no, okay. I'm good. I'm good. Good. Okay. <laughs> so we have those spaces. So now we're going to use again our query function, our best friend query. But we're gonna have to do some nesting again. So we start our formula with the array. 
And I think if you click, I think I may have done this one too. There we go. Yeah, beautiful. So the array formula, um, if you're unfamiliar in Excel, there's like a keyboard shortcut that puts curly brackets around your whole formula. Mm -hmm. In Google Sheets, they actually just have a formula for it. So it's just array formula. And that allows you to return your results over a range of cells instead of just sticking it into one cell. Yeah. Okay. Spoke my pay grade. That's like that's like <laughs> that's like an advanced type thing. That's that's when I just come knocking on your door and be like, help, I need I don't know how to do this formula. And then that's when Rachel saves the day. Actually, you guys at home, this tool was Lolo's idea. And she came to me and she said, I want to do this thing. And I said, I don't know if we can do it, but we're gonna try. And, and by golly, we did it. We did it. <laughs> um, okay, you can go ahead. Um, and so we want to make these keywords broad and modified. So we add the plus sign to the beginning, followed by an ampersand, and then we use the substitute function. So we're taking the spaces in between the words mm -hmm. and substituting with space plus to add that in the middle of the keywords. You know, before this, I mean, what I would do is I would just take all my exact match keywords that I would have built out from whatever way, and I would do a find and replace space for space plus, and then I would concatenate that with mm -hmm. a plus sign in front of it, paste as text, you know, all that stuff sitting, you know, in Excel. So this lovely little formula just does it all for you. It just does it. And then our query magic selects those that keyword list. And we do select all, that little star asterisk means select all, where it is not null. So we want to leave out the spaces. And that's all that query function is doing. It may look complicated, but it's not. You're just selecting the right data. Yeah. Selecting what you want. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like something was supposed to be there. I think there was. I don't, I don't know. know what it was, though. It was probably some technology <laughs> picture of our dogs again. Wonderful. So, that's all we have for you that's today, but there's more, but wait, there's more. Like our infomercials. Like our infomercials, wait, there's Maybe more. you need something to hold your popcorn or your remote while you're trying to take a drink so you don't spill. Otherwise, otherwise known as a yeah. table. Otherwise known as a table. But uh, Hannah Pan, we have a PPC playbook right now for multi-brands, and um, it's fantastic. And if you are interested, in getting one of those copies of your very own for the low price of three ninety nine. Yes, that's free. F R E E ninety nine. Um, please let us know now. If not, no hard feelings. That's no fine. hard feelings. But please come back and see us again. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, gosh, you know what though? This is our first one. Yeah, it's our first one. First one of okay. many. Do you guys have? Feedback, tips, ideas. If you hated it, that's what we really do. just want to talk about the things that are, you know, make your life easier and um, help you out in your management of PPC. So we have a question. So current problem: quality score impact when A/B testing ad copy and being able to measure it. Historically, only click-through rate and mm, gosh, A/B ad testing copy. What do you think about this one? Mm. It's interesting. Um, I just wrote a blog post. Shameless plug going on here. I just wrote a blog PPC post <laughs> about A-B testing and kind of how um, lately with everything has just kind of moved past 
um, A-B testing. Everything's going towards let's drop as many ads, you know, let five Google to eight. Let Google optimize based on audience, based on you know artificial intelligence, machine learning, all of those things. So that in that fraction of a moment, when someone is searching, Google is going to serve them the best ad. So it does make uh, A-B testing a little bit different. Um, if you are still doing infinite rotation, um, maybe you look at how you're doing your A-B testing and, and try to do some things there. And um, that, I mean, that is a tough problem. And then maybe that's one that we can tackle because quality score, I mean, quality score is a beast. You can chase your tail with quality score, I think. Yeah, I think, and something we do is we track quality score. So now AdWords will let you pull historical quality score over time. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something to just have automatically pulling every so often so you can check in and say like, oh, you know, we just put in new ads yeah. a month ago, look at how our quality score changed. Yeah, there's great scripts out there um, yeah. for, for quality score that would just automatically email you. Um, however often you're checking in once a week, yes. once a month, um, and kind and of I think we use Supermetrics now. I haven't used, I don't think I've used that one. Yeah, yes. and I still use the old script. Yeah, yeah just the, we the, have it. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So um, I would definitely try that because, you know, when you're kind of looking at um, and judging your ad performance, and you're not really seeing any statistical significance in the actual statistics of your you know, ads looking at those metrics. Um, maybe you kind of then start to see, okay, when did I introduce this ad? Right. How is my quality score looking? And has there been any change and kind of make those points at that point? Yeah, don't spend too much of your time focusing on quality score, I think. I mean, you will very quickly go down our rabbit hole. <laughs> like if your account's performing well, don't worry about it. If all of a sudden your performance right. tanks, then maybe look at it. Yeah. Score. Oh, that's a great tool that, that's been built out here. What? The, the quality score analysis. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Great little tool. Maybe we can do that one. Yeah. If you want to hear more about it. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, there's lots of ways that you can kind of uh, use it as a benchmark, I think, um, is the best way to do it. Um, but, yeah. So, any other questions? No. No questions. Should we go to the There we go. Oh, that is, yeah. So now you're, now you're <laughs> in the question and answer time. We can ignore everything we just said before. <laughs> Disregard. Right now is what we're doing. It. <laughs> um, so, but, you know, really, really, this is all about staying sexy and, and not being bad. Don't be bad at PPC. Don't be bad at PPC. Um, we like to have fun. We're going to have different themes for this. Please let us know what you yeah, want to talk, talk about. Talk to us. Want to talk more about quality score and ads? Absolutely. I love talking about ads. Um, talking about tools, very functional. Love it all. Chores that you hate doing. Yeah. Yeah. Things that things that just things that go together. Yeah. Great, great partners. Whatever you want to talk about, we'll be here for we that. We just want to talk. Yeah. We'll have some we'll have some coffee. Kick back with us. <laughs> Once a quarter. Yeah. Look out for us in uh, September. September. Or if you guys are just totally just enthralled with this and just the professionalism that we um, exude, and you're saying, you know what, this needs to be a weekly thing, you're probably not going to get that. <laughs> you do have other things to do. But maybe we uh, sneak another webinar in there every now and then. So, yeah, super casual. Come join us. Lunchtime chats. So thank you. And again, eat during the webinar. Just alpha food. <laughs> again, stay sexy.
Don't be bad at PPC. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>